This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Officials and residents in Rapid City, South Dakota, are having a strong reaction after a hotel owner called for a ban on Native American guests. Connie Urey made the statements in a Facebook post and email following a weekend shooting at the Grand Gateway Hotel. Nick Urey is Connie's son and the hotel manager. He declined to do a recorded interview with South Dakota Public Broadcasting, but sent an emailed statement. Nick says he's against Connie's statements and the hotel will continue to accept Native American guests. He also says he's receiving threats. The community is still outraged. Red Elk Zephyr is searching for a new job after quitting his bartending gig at the hotel lounge. He says bar staff and some hotel workers have quit. So I just didn't want to be associated with that. I didn't even think about the money or anything involved in it. I just, I can't have that in my life. Workers are not the only ones speaking out. Tribes, the Rapid City government, law enforcement, and other business organizations have asked the hotel owners to publicly apologize and make amends. The Native organization Indian Collective announced Tuesday it will file a federal civil rights class action lawsuit against the Grand Gateway Hotel for what it calls its racist and discriminatory treatment of Native people. In a statement, Indian Collective President and CEO Nick Tilson said, Rapid City is our home, our land, and our community. We will not tolerate racist policies and practices like those demonstrated at the Grand Gateway Hotel. Indian Collective and two other Native groups are planning to march and rally to the federal courthouse Wednesday afternoon. A federal appeals court has revived part of a lawsuit claiming the federal government has not provided basic education for the Havasupai tribe in Arizona. As Arizona Public Radio's Ryan Heinches reports, parents accuse the Bureau of Indian Education of providing substandard services for the tribe's children. The lawsuit against the BIE was filed in 2017 by parents of children attending Havasupai Elementary. Most of the claims have since been resolved, but following last week's ruling by the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, one claim focused on basic education, like science and physical education, will now go back to the U.S. District Court. The lawsuit accuses the BIE of failing to ensure the school has staff to teach many basic subjects and that students aren't given adequate instruction time or materials to to meet the standards of their grade. Attorneys also say the COVID-19 pandemic has exacerbated the problems with little in-person instruction and many students lacking access to online learning. The Ninth Circuit Court last week also ruled that two plaintiffs who'd been dismissed from the lawsuit can seek compensatory education from the BIE for services that should have been provided. The Havasupai tribe lives deep in the Grand Canyon and its reservation can only be accessed by helicopter or an eight-mile hike. The school is the tribe's only option for elementary-aged children to receive an education. For National Native News, I'm Ryan Heinches in Flagstaff. The National Congress of American Indians is developing a sovereignty institute to enhance and support tribal governance. It will include NCAI's Policy Research Center and a new initiative on leadership development. The institute will also work on civic engagement, which includes focus on voting census and retiring mascots. The executive committee announced plans for the institute Tuesday after a recent retreat in Arizona. The U.S. Senate passed a resolution Tuesday honoring the achievements and contributions of Native women. It recognizes the heritage and culture of American Indian, Alaska Native, and Native Hawaiian women in the United States. It praises Native women, military service members, veterans, business owners, those in medicine, artists, and a long list of other professions. The resolution is in celebration of National Women's History Month. It was led by leaders of the Senate Committee on Indian Affairs. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Native American Disability Law Center, a non-for-profit 501c3, at 800-862-7271 or nativedisabilitylaw.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.